Hello, Blindspot fans, and welcome to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Blindspot After Show. Today we are covering episode 20, Swift Hard-Hearted Stone. See you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ladies and gentlemen, we have wine tonight. Cheers. It is a good, good night because somebody won a bet. And therefore, someone brought in the good stuff. Yes, I did. I'm a woman of my word. So thank you very much for that. The good stuff, by the way, is Stella Rosa, oh, in yeah. my opinion, because I like it sweet. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, you guys. We, we had a really fun and interesting episode. A little lighter after last week's, because last week's was rough. Yeah. Last week's was not easy to watch and not easy to talk about, but it's taking it a little bit easier today, kind of. We are looking at episode 20, Swift Hard-Hearted Stone. Did you write down what the thing was? The anagram is uh, Then Head First Road West. Yes, I think that is the first anagram we've had that's not grammatically correct in quite a while. So, yes. Welcome. I have with me the wonderful Stephanie Garrett. Hey, Welcome back. people, I'm back. You can find me at StephanieG3360 on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. She brings wonderful wine. Yes, I do. And did. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the live chat up. We have our hashtag ABTV Blindspot. We're talking about stuff. Yes, yes. we are. What did you think of this episode? Um, I liked it. I, You know what? I It was a little heavy for me because of the, my other little girl. I know. She just stole my heart. Bless her soul. She was so such a sweetie. Um, I like the pacing of this episode. There was always a gunfight or something, but I, I, I like the re- little reveals we got, too. I like that. We just had this moment at one point of, okay, well, we caught him and we're good. And I'm like, no, we're halfway through the episode. There's right. got to be something else in the bag here. <laughs> I know. Something, something's coming. Something's always coming with this show. And what I'm realizing more and more about this show is that whenever they introduce someone at the beginning of an episode, this is this person. They're going to help with the case. This is this person. They're going to 80% of the time. It's their fault. <laughs> They're their corrupt. Fault. They're the bad They're person. doing something. <laughs> 80% of the time, it's them. The other 20% of the time, it's Kurt's ex. Oh. One of two. One of two. Like, yeah. Seriously. I don't like, know. Th- this is a trend. So it's just we show up and it's some white guy in a suit, and I'm like, yeah, he did something. Uh huh. Didn't, just... didn't I call it? Yeah, didn't you I did. Say it? I you don't were... trust yeah. him. And then at the end of the episode, it's like, lo and behold, he can't be trusted. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's he, a trope. He, he read shady to me. There was something a little shady about him. Even when we started talking, I was looking at him like, mm hmm. Yeah, I see you. He's a white guy <laughs> in a suit on Blind Spot. That automatically makes him shady. With a funky ring, too. I was like, yes. oh, okay, with a funky ring. <laughs> it's the weirdest class ring or something. It's like this triangular Set. seal. It's like a shield. Like, yeah. no. I'm very glad we had this recognizable ring because it certainly helped the climax of the episode. But seriously, if it's yeah. a white guy in a suit at the beginning of an episode on Blind Spot, it's his fault. Yeah, he did it. He's doing something. <laughs> he's corrupt or he's going to go after our heroes or something is going to occur. And we started this tradition with. Tom. Tom, my dead friend, Tom. And then just went on down the line. Yes. To Tom. To Tom. For Cheers. For a good bottle of wine. Right. Tears, Tom. <laughs> I am a woman of my word, and I concede. You Ding are, dong, the witch is dead. You're welcome. <laughs> and on a slab. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I kind of want to go into this because 
I liked this episode a lot right up until literally the last two minutes. Okay, what did you And then you I like? got really angry. Oh, yeah. You were saying that, yes. Because we had Mayfair uh, trying to get over Sophia, burning pictures of them together like, oh, that's really sad. Uh-huh. She's pissed. Yeah. She's pissed off. She's like, mm-hmm, yeah, we're done, sweetie. Bye. And then <laughs> going on a date with Alexandra, the $1,200 bottle of wine woman, who was a glorious human being, mm-hmm. and essentially invited her up to her hotel room for a drink. And Mayfair does the whole, oh, I'm going to go get some ice. It's like, no, I know what you're doing. You, yeah. you need some time to move on. We're going too quickly. I get it. And then Mayfair goes, and you can kind of see she's thinking about leaving. And then she actually does get ice and comes back to the room. And Alexandra is dead. Ugh. Stabbed in I'm the like, throat. really? Seriously? Why'd y'all do that? That ugh. And we have this phone call. Someone's calling the room phone. Stop looking into Tom's death or you're next. Like, oh, God. Okay, we went there. Yeah. Well, Sophia did warn her, though, so I don't know. What kills me about this, Mm -hmm. and this is something that I didn't notice until one of my friends pointed this out to me, is that when you have a lesbian relationship in fiction, it's not allowed to be happy. It has to end in tragedy somehow. Mm. It has to be the big focal point of the relationship is that it is in some way tragic. We're not allowed to have a lesbian relationship where they're just human beings having a normal relationship. We've had homosexual relationships. We've had two guys. Yeah, two guys. In fiction, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, popcorn dog, if it's normal. But if it's lesbians, God forbid. Yeah. And that's the sort of thing that you don't notice until someone points it out to you, and you go, wait, no, there was the time... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Yeah, no. There was no. No, they died. No, they broke up. Mm -hmm. No, they broke up and then died. No, they broke up and then she was haunted and then they broke up again. (laughs) No, it's just it's that sort of thing. Like if you have a lesbian relationship, it can never be happy. And we had that twice in an episode with the same person, and I am just really ticked that we're taking that trope and just hitting it now you, do you think really it's just the uh the the type of like you said the fiction television or is it just television overall because i think in comedies you tend to see it more of a balance kind of the back and forth kind of thing fiction in general in general movies oh. literature all that it oh. just you, I, you cannot have a stable lesbian relationship there must be drama or tragedy oh. and I, I can see where, okay, they're setting it up. Mayfair is an, Mayfair is a pinnacle of a character. She has her fingers in a lot of pies. Like, I get it. She's extremely influential. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. The wine's hitting me already. No. <laughs> no. Not that bad. So I get that having this sort of plot happen to her is a matter of escalation, and it makes sense within the context of the show. And I get that we have lesbian relationship. Thank God we have lesbian representation. Thank God. Yeah. But the Venn diagram overlap of the two Mm -hmm. is a lesbian relationship that ends in tragedy. Again. Again, yeah. I don't don't even, you know what? I don't even know what to say about it. I honestly don't. I I wish I had a comment. I kind of don't because I agree with you. And I know somebody is going to hate me that I agree with you, but I actually agree with you on that. Because I didn't really think about it until you pointed that out to me. And I had to think, I was like, wait, she's right. I never, you know, didn't have that kind of concept. Like you were saying about people of color and things like that. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah, and that's, I. I'm white and straight. This isn't something that usually applies to my life. (laughs) And then I've been talking with my friends who have pointed this out because that is their representation. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, my God, you're right. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. You're right. 
Yeah, that's just pit. so what if y'all are pissed off i'm sorry because i agree mm-hmm, yep sure do <laughs> deal with so it so that's people. just something to keep your eye out for in fiction is this yeah. if, if someone can you know, find an example and say here's here's a thing where it goes well or here's a thing where it's treated normally please i would love to know yeah. because i can't think of one yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Hold on. Let me adjust myself because I'm getting notes from the booth here. Okay, I'm good. Be um, taller. Be taller. Be yes, taller. I have to stand tall. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you know what? Better now step. that you, thank you, Alexis. Now that you mentioned that, I'm actually going to look for that now because I didn't. It hadn't been brought to my attention. It's it's the sort of thing you don't think about <laughs> right. until someone who is looking for that representation goes, yeah. No, by the way, every relationship that represents my life ends in tragedy in fiction. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're right. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting a lot of Orphan Black in the chat right now, and I don't watch Orphan Black, I so either. I don't know if that's a good example or a poor one. So context, context would be good. Yeah. Anyway, so that's me getting really pissed off about the state of Mayfair's love life because yeah. tropes that we really should not perpetuate. That's the Mayfair side there of things. There you go. Right. We have Zapata and Reed talking about whether or not they can trust Mayfair, with Reed mm. coming down hard on the yes side and Zapata coming down hard on the no side. Right. I don't know. You know, um, I had hope for Mayfair, and I still kind of do, that she is of the good and earthly people. Yeah. She may be shady and dirty. I don't know. You know, it just it's just going to have to play out for me. Um, I'm interested to see what's coming ahead, obviously. But, I, you know, she dealt with Tom. She's got her hands dirty somewhere. Yeah. You know, she's got some dirt on the mailbows and stuff. So she's, she's, you know, that's just my take on it. But With the whole project Daybreak? Day, daylight. Daylight. Daylight, that's What's right. Daylight? Daylight. Thank you. I remember that. Boy, oh that God. was so long ago. I know. We thought that was going to last the whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I find it interesting that what we've been talking about, you don't notice things until someone points them out to right. you. Same with Zapata. She didn't notice the whole everyone around her dies until like, by the way, here's my nice little PowerPoint on my iPad. Everyone <laughs> around her dies. Yeah. It's the most macabre PowerPoint you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. What's it? What's a guy's name pointed out to her? What? I forgot his name. And he's a DA. Yeah, I don't, he's a jerk. Yeah. Him. The jerk. And guy. then there's that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. He pointed out to her, you know, so. And uh, then, unfortunately, we, we cut to Alexandra dead on a hotel room floor. It's oh, like, oh, I know. Quit I so proving bad. him right. Okay, look, somebody says, Orphan Black has a very complicated lesbian relationship that might end it tragically, I might say, because we don't know. Oh, okay. Well, great. Okay. Yay. Thanks, Hero Fitz. So Thank you. probably not a good thing for representation. No. And we have Kurt and Jane. I'm, I'm working my way up backwards. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. hitting the procedural. We're hitting the personal before we hit the procedural yeah. brain. Yeah. I can do this. And just them talking about family game night and the state of his dad. And just, it's all really super cute. Yeah. I it's like all that. very much, remember how much you shipped this? We want you to ship it again. Uh-huh. There, uh, 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 what's his name? Kirk. What's his name? I'm sorry. I'm drawing. I always draw a blank. Sometimes my universe is empty. <laughs> it is just case. That's an old improv term. Uh, Kirk was uh, sort of babysitting, I guess you could say. Sawyer watching him, and Sawyer was there, and they well, were playing it was family games. game night. Yeah, family game night. But I didn't see and I guess, um, his sister. Well, she wasn't there. I feel like she was on the other side of the table, and the camera just never went to her. Oh, because we never went around the full table, right? So yeah. I assume she was there, and she was just kind of sir not appearing in this episode. Oh. 
all right well i mean uh, they didn't say she wouldn't be and kurt did say family game night so. right i was i just kind of assumed she wasn't there because she was working or something but you know that happens yeah um i like that uh little sawyer was playing they were playing the games and, and jane looked sort of normal for a minute like she yeah. had a sense of normalcy i'm like oh my god you know, and they were kind of looking at each other across the table and stuff. So that was cute. And I've played that Uno game before where it actually shoots the cards at you. Oh. Instead of drawing one, I you hit a little so button. <laughs> it is the most dumb luck thing. Because sometimes it's like, boop, one card. And sometimes it's like, 15. Oh, yep. no. I've, I've never seen that, so I don't know. <laughs> it's fun, but it's a real good way to ruin friendships if you're playing with people who can't take a joke. Oh, yep. okay. That and Mario Kart. Well, oh. but we knew Mario Kart, and Monopoly is just a good way to ruin everyone's lives. Yep. Yeah, I like, I like Monopoly. <laughs> Newer versions of Monopoly have rules included for a one-hour version. You start really? with a certain amount of properties, you play for an hour, and whoever has the most money at the end, property values included, wins. Whoever wow. thought of that was a genius. Wow. Yeah! That's new school. Oh, we get, oh, we got go. this weird Christmas Monopoly, mm-hmm. and that had the... So we were playing Christmasopoly and trying not to land on fruitcake because it had two hotels on it. <laughs> I kid you not, our family <laughs> game nights are weird i need to find that oh wow play that with my family immediately my brother bought fruitcake and put two three hotels on it and i think maybe two people landed on it the entire game wow for the full hour wow yeah we actually played for two because we were having so much fun making stupid jokes about fruitcake oh i love it anyway super off topic merry extremely late christmas or extremely early however you do it yeah and then Jane and Oscar, and that's actually where our jazz music that we had tonight came from. Evidently, she likes jazz. She got into it because mm-hmm. of him. We got a little bit of his backstory, and she makes the very good point of, how do I know that what you're telling me is real? How can I trust you? I want to meet everyone else. Right. Like, I need this story corroborated. I need to see who else is in on this. And Oscar instead's like, here's a thumb drive. Mm-hmm. We need you to do another mission. Yeah. Don't worry, it can't be traced. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, have a nice day. It's kind of deflecting from what she actually said. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's just like, oh, well, I'm just not going to answer your question. At all, ever. So there you go. Yeah, have a donut. And, <laughs> you might as well just say that. Have a donut. <laughs> and Jane carries out the mission because we have the nice little flashback to if you don't cooperate, they'll kill Weller. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I feel like we did need that reminder. That's true. It's been long enough that it's like, well, why is she just doing that when he's not? Oh. Yeah, they did say that. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, it's like all of them are sort of being threatened now. Everybody, Jane's being threatened. Everybody's like scared. What's the deal? I think Weller's the only one who is not being overtly threatened like That's to his true. face. Yes, he's not. And he needs to be. Somebody he, needs to get in his face. <laughs> just, he, he wouldn't. I think he's the only character who wouldn't change his demeanor if he were being threatened. It's like, I'm threatening you, and he's like, I don't care. Yep, you're right. He'd be like, so? Like, do I give a crap what you think? No. Anyway, this is what we're gonna do. (laughs) We have to threaten literally everyone else because this guy... This guy just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Mister, I just had surgery. Doesn't matter. Back in the field. Yep. Getting shot at again. (laughs) Every episode he's getting shot at. Every episode. We have Jessica Iverson in the chat saying, is the necklace bugged? Uh, Probably not. Probably not. I think he is. I think Kurt is way too sentimental to ever even think of doing something like that. Yeah, because he doesn't suspect Jane of anything. Yeah. Not yet. And Jane is his, title her up, blind spot. Right. So, roll credits. But you know what? I'm starting to think that Mayfair is also blind spot. 
Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Just, you know, that's what I think. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that plays. Tom would stay in jail. <laughs> Jessica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then everything's going to go insane these last few episodes. Yeah, we've got three episodes. Three. Wow. 23 episodes. Season yeah. finale is in three weeks. I know. So it's going to be wild. Mm-hmm. And, you know, predictions territory is going to be fun given that little, uh, given the trailer. Yeah. I'm just losing words tonight, you guys. It's going to be great. Oh, it's fun. It's a what? good time. Your universe is empty, Katie. It's, it's okay. a day that ends in Y. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the actual procedural yes. part of this. And it starts with a very young child bleeding and walking down the street Aww. with a sketch pad like, oh, my God, honey. I know. I want to grab her and say, come here. What happened? Tell and me. I'll beat him up strings. for you. <laughs> Evidently, her name is Maya Ahmadi. She is part of a family of terrorists, including the number five on the FBI's most wanted list, Mm -hmm. whose name I wrote down and forgot, Tarek Ahmadi. Yeah. Ahmadi, rather. And she is his daughter by his, like, fifth wife, I want to say. Uh-huh, fifth wife. In the country illegally, has a very severe form of autism, so she doesn't say a thing all Mm -hmm. episode. Yeah. But you know what? You know, she's been through a lot this episode. But let me point this out, just as an actor. When you get a role and you have nothing to say, and you say everything with your eyes and your face, baby, you are good. And And she's like, what, 12, 14? 12 years old. Yeah. That's powerful. That is powerful stuff. I was like, oh my God, this girl is great. Those eyes. She was like, oh, it was it was fabulous. Oh yeah, the character is young. I don't know how old the actress is. Yeah, she could be a little older or younger. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but she was great. Her, oh my oh. God, she really super was. I know. She and conveyed I, a feeling. A feeling of this sort of lost and sort of haunted and she was locked in herself kind of thing. That's, that's not easy to do, people. Yeah. I'm just letting you know from an actor's perspective. Not easy to do. And she's so young. And I love how well and how quickly she bonded with Borden. Yeah. I love that we had so much of him in this episode. Just like, yes, yes, yes. And talk about this a little later on, but the reminders that he is not a field agent. Mm -mm. Not not, not at all. Bless his soul. Not in any capacity. (laughs) But yeah, just him trying to get through to her, trying to bond with her. And then it's like, oh, by the way, Mm -hmm. because she gets brought into the FBI because she has one of Jane's tattoos sketched in her sketchbook, and it is the crest of the Ahmadi family. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why they bring her in. Like, why does she have tattoos? Why are her drawings so dang good? Photographic memory. Which, those are rare. Very rare. Like, yeah, she she was genius, practically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, bless this tiny child. We're we're using (laughs) her uh, (laughs) sketches to try and figure out if there's an Ahmadi attack impending, what the deal is. And it turns out that we have this journalist who's on, like, all of the watch lists called Jeremy Rance. Because he had previously brought in a terrorist into the United States and done an interview with them and had it published in... I don't remember Vanity Fair. Yeah, Vanity they, Fair. They name dropped yeah. a magazine. Yeah, and so he wound up interrogated and on all the watch lists and all that fun stuff. So they basically dug him up and said, "Hey, you wouldn't have anything to do with this, would you?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No." Mm-mm. And no. then they find poor Maya's mother tortured oh. to death, which yeah. and they cut her tongue out. Oh. Yeah, oy vey. Well, yeah, she had information and she shared it, and she shouldn't have. So, or she was going to. Never trust the journalist people. <laughs> so they come back to Jeremy and there's like, Here, here's all these pictures of this extremely tortured, extremely dead woman. Would you like to talk to us now? Mm-hmm. So he did bring them in. Maya got away. They yeah. wound up talking with Maya's grandmother, 
Because they're like, okay, I'm I'm getting my events mixed up. Oh, wait. They're using Jeremy as bait. Yes, Because he volunteers as bait. Like, I was expecting this to be, for lack of a better phrase, a bait and switch, but no. Uh He's like, shoot, I got this woman killed. I feel really bad about that. Uh I'm going to be the next target. Use me as bait. So Weller just walks up to Jeremy's apartment in Jeremy's jacket and hat and then beats the daylights out of three guys that show up and try to kill him. I almost didn't think it was Weller. I was like, oh, is this the reporter dude fights like that? And I thought, like, wait, damn, yeah. Jeremy. I'm like, damn, Jeremy, all right. And then I went, oh, it's Weller. Never like, mind. Oh, wait, it's that guy. <laughs> it's this that makes guy. so much more sense uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> So we have Jeremy, who winds up being Sir not appearing in the rest of this episode, because that's his role done. They're like, okay, those are all the Ahmadi that we knew were in the country, so we just kind of need to keep Maya someplace, and it'll be fine. So they take her not to a safe house, because, again, she is extremely autistic and would be incredibly upset Mm -hmm. being taken Someplace she doesn't know, with people she doesn't know, and all that fun stuff. Well, it turns out that Borden's aunt recently left him a uh, house out in the country. Cottage. So we have a field trip out there. Yeah, yeah. a cottage. A just Patterson, cottage. Patterson wants to go, I like cottages. She's like, I like cottages. I want to go. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> bless. Yes. Bless. <laughs> yeah. So it's Patterson and Borden, and Jane and Weller, and little Maya, who is just adorable. Mm-hmm. And I just... I love Borden and Patterson. Oh my I god, do. I ship it so. I think everybody hard. in chat is too. Hi, Chad. You guys are liking that, right? Uh, uh, Patterson and Borden. Yeah, we saw. We kind of yeah. saw it coming, kinda, from David's little uh, insinuation about. Oh that. yeah, it's like, well, so. I'm your subconscious. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I love it. I love that they are just throwing shade at each other, and it's hysterical. It was like a real life version of the Oregon Trail with slightly less dysentery. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, and you can always bond over the Oregon Trail. Okay. Like, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out they wind up uh, speaking with Maya's grandmother, who tells them, no, she's she got killed because Maya's drawings can identify all of the Ahmadi, where we didn't have names connected to faces beforehand. So, oh, yeah, like, oh, right. she's still the target. Oh, we need to get up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, somebody said, I love seeing Jane connect with my... Yeah, I was going to mention that. That was really sweet. That was nice, because I think that she saw her tattoos, and she's, she could, you know, relate to that. She understood that, and that was nice. That was a nice little sweet connection. Who knew Jane was, you know, Jane's this tough chick, you know, who's doing God knows what, <laughs> you know, with the being the blind spot, but yet she has this soft side where she can relate to a small child, and that's really nice. This isn't the first time that Jane has done that. I know. I'm just saying. Being able this to episode. take her own experiences, yeah, yeah, limited as they are, and be like, by the way. Right, exactly. Exactly. She's done this a few times, but that that makes her, in my opinion, a little bit more um, likable and more human. Oh, yeah. Yeah. More more approachable, more human. Yeah, I know. She's wonderful. Yeah. So So. there's this troop of people going up to the house, and I I love Patterson and Borden basically home aloning it. Do you have a sidearm? No. No. Well, I have one. (laughs) They're just looking at all the construction equipment. This all looks promising. We could use all of this to kill someone. (laughs) Borden just like... Okay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we see him kill someone with a nail gun, Ooh. five or six nails to the back of the skull. And I, I love that we had this moment where it really sunk in that no, he's not a field agent. No, he's not really trained to do this because he just has this moment where he kind of touches the guy's head and just says this, "Oh God, oh God, I, I just did, did that." Yeah. And Patterson has to shake him out of it and be like, "We have to keep going. We have to keep doing this. Come on." 
Mm-hmm. And I, I think just, it, I, I, I liked that. I yeah. like that not everyone's immediately, all right, action scene, we can do this. Right. That's true. And I was going to say, do you think that Patterson became a little bit stronger after her situation in the woods with Dave and the whole David Oh, my thing? God, yes. Yeah, she's kind of stepped it up a little bit. And I like that because she's she kind of took control. It was nice, you know, see her and, okay, we could kill someone. You're like, oh, Patterson, I thought you were, okay, let's go. Well, and she's had field <laughs> training from the beginning. Yeah, she has. She's an analyst, but she's, yeah, she's got the training as well. Yeah, yeah. She's, she works with the FBI. I think yeah. everyone who does has that. And I think Boyd's more of that. a consultant. Yes, With he really is. high clearance. Yeah, that's true. He's been hired on. Yeah, that, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Jane kind of liked embodying... Uh, I can't read that. <laughs> Jane is embodying the audience. The show writers want her to relate to them like they want the audience to. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, so just home aloneing that house mm-hmm. was so great, and then Patterson using the entire gas chimney as a fuse oh, yeah. to blow up the house and take out whoever was still inside. Like that, that whole thing with the gunfight and the sneaking around and using the fan banging on the wall as a distraction. Like all of that was so so smart and i loved it mm-hmm. yeah she did her little macgyver moment for those of you who remember that show back in the day <laughs> when i was a youngin macgyver put well, MacGyver's a cultural trope I, i'd be yeah. surprised but well you know i guess like younger people don't know it but i would imagine they're also not watching the show true that's true yeah mm-hmm. if you really don't know what macgyver is just go google just it google it's glorious it. it's a verb yes it is it is a verb like yes, google now. it's a verb yep that's right so yeah we have Maya lives through all of that, and then freaking Russell Franklin is his name. He's the assistant secretary of state. He is the white guy in a suit that got introduced (laughs) at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. And he's freaking out at them, and oh, she could have been kidnapped. No, this could have happened. I'm taking her to a safe house. And he puts her in his car, and she flips over a page on her sketchbook and presses it against the wall, and it's a sketch of his hand. She's basically ID'd him and saying, look, this isn't the first time I've seen him. This is a problem. Mm -hmm. And it's Dr. Borden who notices. And it's Dr. Borden who says, no, you never saw her when she was in custody in the FBI. How has she seen you before? What is this? She just ID'd you by that ridiculous ring. (laughs) Ridiculous ring. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so he he takes Dr. Borden hostage. There's a reason for this. Okay, you want to put down the gun and explain it? And God bless Maya, opens the car door into the backs of his knees. Oh, yeah. So they can take him out. Like, you are my new favorite character on this show. Uh-huh. This little 12-year-old is just like, can we keep her? Yeah. You know what I thought was really cute when they were trying to give her some food? Yeah. And I can just tell you as a parent, when you literally cook like 15 different things and they don't want to eat anything. <laughs> and they don't want anything but Oreos or goldfish and juice for like a week. She no. just wanted Oreos. And she was, she was from, what, Afghanistan, I think? Yeah, uh, Syria. Sorry, Syria. Syria, thank uh-huh. you. And so she's probably not used to American cooking because it was like chicken and corn yeah, on the cob. Yeah, they and, said that, yeah. Because they were like, well, we, he, Dr. Borden says, well, maybe she gets some more Middle Eastern foods. And they went to go to the store. And it was a good yeah. reason to get Kurt and Jane out of the uh-huh. house. Yeah. Well, we get like, again, this show is very, very good at what in a lot of other writers' hands is contrived occurrences mm-hmm. and making them very natural parts of the story. Two episodes ago, Patterson's phone falling out of her pocket and it breaking. And that's why she didn't have a phone for that and then this okay well we're gonna get her food that she'll actually eat no one thinks she's in any immediate danger we'll just you know take an hour round trip it'll be fine it'll be fine right so <laughs> it's again it's 
none of it's contrived. It's all very natural to the story. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think so. I like that they, and I like the dialogue in the car when they were talking about and she tells Weller, well, I think you'd be a great dad. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I blah, with blah, blah. our jobs, please. Yeah, he's like discounting it or whatever. I'm like, no, I think he kind of, you know what? In his strange, odd way, he probably would be. He might have trouble with a work-life balance. Yeah. As we all do, Lord knows. Yeah. Ooh, but especially yeah, if you're not I getting just... any sleep. <laughs> but he'll deal with that. He's he's tough. He can get through it. But I do think that for all of this procedural half, all of it was done really well. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that, you know, Franklin, this lovely white guy in a suit, was <laughs> is evidently funding the Ahmadi, trying to get them to overthrow a government. And instead it was just like, nah, we're just going to take this and become even Wait, let me get, I mean, I don't know if I caught this. Was he was not CIA, was he? I think he was. Okay, I was going to say, I thought he was, but I wasn't sure. I, I thought, I was like, wait, did I miss that? <laughs> He's Assistant Secretary of State. Uh-huh. And they were spreading misinformation about whether or not Maya was still alive mm-hmm. through the CIA. Okay. Saying, no, she's dead. And when it's like, no, this child is just fine. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> I was writing when they mentioned that, so, yeah. Yeah, so many organizations in here. Just mm-hmm. so many of them. So, for the most part, I really enjoyed this episode. Last two minutes were like, are you kidding me? I know. But for the rest of it, this was this was really good. Mm-hmm. I like this episode. Yeah. Do you have any last thoughts? Uh, I don't. I, you know, it's, it's this, look, this show is easy for me. I'm not going to sit up here and hate everything. No, you're not, not, not talking about <laughs> you. You know who I'm talking about. But, you know, I'm not going to hate everything about it. I'm not going to disagree. I, like, we like this show. If we did not like this show, we would not be sitting here watching it and talking about it. I think. Bingo. Thank you. So, of course, I'm going to like it a lot of stuff and agree with a lot of stuff. That's just the way it is, people. Um, I, I just, I like this episode. And I like the, I like the direction that the characters are going. Yes. I appreciate that. As a, as a viewer, I appreciate that. And I like, also, as they're hiring really good actors. Oh, my God, yes. Because I'm going to tell you something. For a long time, television sucked. It had, had at least 22-year-old, no offense to the youngins. I'm just saying, I was 22 once. But, you know, who had no training, and they were just pretty, and they stand. Now we have, like, real actors so and you mean storylines. Like MTV shows. Oh, God. Don't, don't even, CW, please. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the early 2000s. Yes, Lord. The the early two. I was like, God save me. Now we have like a real grown up show. And I'm digging it. I dig this show. I like a lot of this a lot of stuff what's going on. So um yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun show to watch. It hurts a lot of the time. Yeah. Like okay. it just it's <laughs> very painful some of these episodes. Wait but a minute. This one <laughs> my chair is sinking into the floor. You know, every I'm shrinking, every studio I'm shrinking. No. <laughs> every studio has an incredible sinking chair and you just I sat in it. And, and there's the old, two other chairs sitting over here. I, I could sit in one. Good just, grief. You picked the wrong seventy five percent chance and you picked that one. Right. There okay, there you go. But or anyway. whoever arranged the studio picked that one. Yeah. So it happens. <laughs> Chairs. Chairs, wine, you so, know. So, yeah. Um, chat, if there is anything else that you think we missed that you want us to talk about, now is the time to talk about it. And in the meantime, we're going to talk about iTunes. One of these days, I'm going to have the energy for the Billy Mays pitch. <laughs> yeah, you for should. For actually doing <laughs> iTunes. And I had it this afternoon, and then I just did not tonight. So, maybe for the season finale. We'll see. At some point in my life. But, yes. Go to iTunes, like, subscribe, leave us a review, do all of that fun stuff. We read your reviews, we love your reviews, Mm -hmm. and it's a really good way to keep us on the air to continue talking (laughs) about this show that is really super fun and awesome. Yes, it is. So, yes, we, we haven't had a new review in a little while, so we don't have anything new to read off. But, yes, please do the thing, win the stuff. It'll be great. Yep. 
All right, chat, what do we got? They think that Oscar is playing Jane. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like Oscar is a lot like Weller and that he has this massive blind spot where Jane is concerned. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, he can't see, well, I don't know. He, yeah, I think he's using her in a way, sadly. But I think he, I do think he likes her, though. Oh, yeah. He digs her. Oh, yeah, they used to be a thing. Uh-huh, they were a big thing, okay? She had a ring. He put a ring on it, so. <laughs> and she took the ring off it. She took a ring off of it. Damn it. <laughs> so part of oh, me talking Jane about Tom and Peter. Oscar's home. Oh, Okay. I guess tailing him was successful. Right. But uh, he, we, but he we, knew we that. did talk about Zapata, Zapata and Reed yeah. and trusting Mayfair and all that. Fun yes, stuff. we, we did. We touched on that. that. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, touching on looking at Tom's files is just not a good way to do life right now, evidently. Yeah, I know. And I with know. That, I think, I don't think we have any news and gossip, so mm-hmm. I think we can swing into predictions. Yep, we can. And now, you're after Buzz TV. We have Miss Wilma on uh, Twitter saying Jamie Alexander said at the Met Ball that a lot of people are going to die. Oh, snap. Yeah, you know, <laughs> people really like to play with fans' emotions. Yeah, they do. Like, this is not the first time where it's been, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, it'll be a tragedy. Oh, this will be a thing. And then you get there and you're like, all right. Mm-hmm. Like, people really like to play with us. I, I don't put a lot of <clears throat> stock into that sort of thing until it actually straight up happens. Okay. So we'll see. Well, you so know, we'll they, they... And I spent too much time on Arrow predicting who was going to wind up in that grave. I am really tired of being like, oh, they're going to die. Oh, maybe they won't. Oh, maybe they will. I've had it for this season. <laughs> I am done <laughs> predicting <done>. deaths. <laughs> You're done. I don't even... I don't see a death coming. I see some changes coming. Oh, oh maybe yeah. a death. But you know what they do? Ha- I f- do think that they're going to have to bring in some new characters for season two. Oh, of course they but are. But I'm still waiting on the Devil Wears Parada lady with the high heels and it's real nice and she's got a tail and fangs and she's like, hey girl, you want to go to lunch? Mm-hmm. She's going to be worse than Tom. I'm telling you. She's coming. <laughs> if not, you know, we're going to see her in season two. Girlfriend's yeah, coming. Be glorious. Tom, Tom's going to be like, ooh, she scares me. <laughs> we do have a preview where evidently they are boxing up Mayfair's office for some uh-huh. reason. And the FBI itself is being attacked, which makes me wonder if those files weren't some form of schematics. Yeah. Or who could be in charge of it. We we don't know. We're three episodes from the finale, you guys. It's going to be wild. Yes. Jessica says Will's girlfriend will die. Hmm, I don't know about that. X. X once girl. again, X. Once Allie. again, X. Because, yeah, she's not really a central character, so no. she can kind of come in and out. I mean, you know. I like her uh, as an antagonist with Jane, though, kind of looking at her and, you know, you know, kind of giving that mm-hmm girl <laughs> look at her face. <laughs> I don't think she's an antagonist for that relationship. Oh. I mean, she she gets that there's something going on, and so she basically steps away until Kurt can get, get his together. act together. He's got yeah. a waterfowl alignment problem. His ducks are not in a row. <sighs> Kurt will never and- get it together, people. He is not the marrying kind. <laughs> he's the dating and, and see him every now and then kind. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not good at this sort of thing, let's be real. Right. So, yeah, as as far as that goes, I mean, it's kind of hard to have predictions for this show. Right, yeah, because it's kind of wrapped and then now we got to go on to the next episode. And they're really good at not really giving us anything in these. Here's your trailer. <sighs> see you next week. Like, okay, this is the thing that is possibly occurring. Right, maybe. All right. Could be, possibly. <laughs> Let's continue with our lives. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who knows? Who even knows? It's going to be fun and interesting. Do you have any final thoughts on the episode? I don't. It was great. That's it. 
Looking All forward right. to the next one. Where can the people find you? People, you can find me at StephanieG3360 on Instagram, Twitter, and Stephanie Garrett 3360 on YouTube, where you can check out some of my fun um, jewelry making videos and red carpets and a lot of other stuff. So go check it out. Mm, good times. Mm-hmm. I am Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. And YouTube and Public. That's right. I have a <laughs> shirt shop on Public, and there are AfterBuzz shirts on there. So if you watch my shows, you might find something you like. You can find me on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I am on all of the shows, a good amount of which are wrapping up. Arrow's hitting its last couple episodes. That's on Wednesdays. Uh, Robots in Disguise is in its last... We're hitting the two-part season finale, you guys. And that's this coming Sunday and next Sunday. And then we are done for a while. Sad. And I have Turn, which is only just getting started. Yay! Mm-mm. And Red versus Blue is going to be a thing. I will give you more information when I have it. So we're busy all girl. super busy. Oh, we're all super busy. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching the show, and we will see you next week. Cheers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.